Welcome to episode 6 of Don't Call Us Heroes, brought to you by the Windy City Dice Boys. Click and clack, click and clack. Welcome to the first episode of the new year, guys. This is uh, going to be a fun adventure. And of course, you know our heroes are going to do varied heroic stuff, and surely they're not going to be deviants. I hope. I mean, there's a chance. Even a broke clock is right twice a day, or has, is that how the saying goes? Okay, anyway. Sit back, relax, and hey Zeus, bring him into the new year. family. You got the big city of Liberaco. There's some outside towns that are loosely associated with it, but if you go much farther than that, it's just like Wild West. Um, what do you got in there? If you don't stop her, I'm going to I'm going to summon the nightmarish demons that live inside of me. Good for you, kid. Keep it up. I flick her a gold coin. You're in a sack. Well, it bounces off the inside the sack and hits me in the forehead. <laughs> So I take out my loot. So I um, take out my gun. And I start, uh, I strum my loot. What is love? He goes, what's back here? Love. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'm going to need you to step out. <laughs> it, look, so you remember, like, that she wanted some dragon weed? Right. Yeah, well, also, she said that I could, she knew, like, the really cute guy in town she'd hook me up with and so I get bought you were, drugs you were going to a little bit of catnip was involved uh, you were going to uh, take five gold from your best friend for a little bit of tail ha cha 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 I'm gonna process. Uh, uh, I'm gonna process this emotionally over the course of several episodes. So I think we should just keep moving. There's one known as Chitina's place. Really? Yes. <laughs> and there's one known. Joke audience, trust me, you don't want to know. Well, if you're from Chicago, you probably have an idea. No, what I'm no, it, about. it's so niche at this point. Let's not justify it. Holy shit! One gold? Oh my god! What do you want? Ooh, okay, cool. We can take advantage of that. I want she so is... much warm milk. Just so much warm milk. <sighs> and there you go. Are you happy now? I am. Thank you, Friola. By the way, I found your dragon weed and I gave it to Dad. I think he's interested in it, too. What? What? Oh, oh my God. I gotta run. What do you have in the way of warm milk, my man? She goes, um, first off, um, I think it's fairly obvious I'm not a man. 
I mean that in the gender-neutral colloquialism. What? <laughs> Give me a bottle of fire water. She goes, okay, you want some iron cup whiskey? Yes, that. I want that. She just sets down the bottle. This is what one gold will get you. Done. She goes, and, my little kitty cat, what can I get you? I swallow my pride. <laughs> and say, Tell oh, yourself, Seb, it's not worth it. Swallow my pride. <laughs> 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 I fucking hate that song so much. I actually like that song. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. I think we gotta keep the, the copyrighted music to eight seconds or something like that, or else we get sued. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we don't have money to give them. Well, then, first off, I'm pretty sure that even after the whole moral thing, which. Keep. <laughs> Well, no, we'll, we'll keep most of this. Okay. It, it caps in under eight seconds, but you... No. No. Okay. Okay. I, uh, anyway. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I want a bottle of warm milk mixed with honey. She goes, I'll be right back with that. I gotta check in back. As she uh, goes behind um, the side door. Um, here. Since so we got, the bar since we is got it, unattended right now, is what you're saying. No, there's other there's other people there. You haven't been paying attention. Just uh, do me a favor and describe the bartender. <laughs> you can't steal from this bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we can. She's she's too special. She's 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 a, she's a buxom redhead with alabaster skin in some sort of silken dress, whatnot. Very bosomy. So, we're talking about, like, a push-up on a push-up on a push-up kind of style, you know, and smush together just so that... Almost too high is what we're saying, but mm, still. Tits to hold up a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we can't steal. It's like, we see her and internally... She's reminded of somebody we knew long ago. That said, I take... With, with my bottle of Iron Cup Whiskey, I look around and I take stock of the bar. Who all's there? Roll for perception. Nine. That said, I'm looking around a room. I should be able to tell who's there. <laughs> um, it depends how bright it is. Sunlight. Pers oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm inside. <laughs> You've yeah. never said anything about it being daytime. I'm not in sunlight, so it doesn't count. It has a roof, doesn't it? It's not just a shack. I don't know. Is that any like the thing like the real location I'm talking about? Because <laughs> it barely has a roof. Fair enough. Okay. You look around, and with the bartender getting your milk and honey... I'm damn right. Um, <laughs> you see a strange alien-like creature that you've never really encountered before. Um, but she looks feminine... So, Does it have a mouth hole and enjoying a drink? No, no, no. It, it looks like she's working. Oh, she, oh she's an employee. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it in just a second, since it's a custom race. You also see a very jacked, um, what looks like a half-orc, cleaning one of the empty tables. It looks like somebody knocked over some drinks in a hurry to get out of there. Mm. I'm talking like... Like, customer-wise. Oh, customer-wise? Okay. Yeah, I don't even know the employees. The employees, I'm sure I'm cool with all of them. 
Okay. Yeah, you're cool with them, but you need to know what they're doing because if you are thinking what I'm thinking and robbing this place blind, I'm not thinking that at all. Oh, okay. Well, I'm at least that's one of us. But see, this is that's good. I'm, you guys are talking. You gotta, you gotta communicate. I just bought a bottle of whiskey. I'm thinking about getting the patrons drunk, throwing them out into an alley to listen to your music, and then robbing them blind. Oh, okay. So at least we're both on a criminal. Thing that involves robbing everyone in this place. Don't worry, baby cat. We're robbing somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you see, um, that should be how we talk to each other. It's like, don't, it's like, don't worry, Papa Bear. I got you. You see, <laughs> you see a human bard picking on a very shitty looking lute. It almost looks like a banjo more than it does a lute. <laughs> Careless, you know that I'm an art snob. <laughs> Um, let's see. There's also, um, there's also a gnome that, uh, has a bunch of, like, uh, pouches on him. He looks very, he looks like he's been through the desert a lot. He looks, his clothing's very worn. Hmm? What? Stop it. (laughs) You also see, um... It's good to get out of the rain. (laughs) You also see, uh, you also see an elf that, um... Looks like they. It looks full of bruises on his face, like he just came from like a fight. Did he, he's, he's does at, he look he's like at, he won or lost the fight? Let's start there. I don't, you don't know. He's just sipping. You didn't roll that high, dude. He he's just sipping his drink. Uh, you know, just kind of looking out the window. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Maybe steer clear of that guy. Uh, and then finally. You have, uh, there's a little halfling that, um, that has, that's like wearing all black, and he has kind of like a eye, eye shadow. He's kind of looking around, just like, sipping on this like dark, this dark colored liquid. Like, it does, I don't mean dark like whiskey dark, I mean dark like it looks pure black dark. That's intriguing. I, I, the bartender comes back in and goes, here is your bottle of milk and honey. That'll be one silver. One silver. Do you have change for a gold? I do. Here you go, as she gives you change. Okay, cool. <laughs> she goes, so, what brings... What's the ratio then? It's my ten, ten. It's my oh, okay. God damn it, every, every episode... Yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> I had to go through the same thing with Tim last uh, last recording session. It, that's what it means. It's base 10. I know, but Tim wanted me to change it to 60. Why? I don't know. He, that's what he wanted. So the... You said it was a gnome with all the pouches? Yeah. I walk up to him. I plop the bottle of Iron Cup down on the table and ask if he'd like to share. He goes... <laughs> Share! Sharing's caring! I'm gonna get along fine with this guy. I pour him a drink and invite the frankly terrifying halfling over to the table as well. Okay. The halfling comes over and he goes, Yes, how may I be of assistance? Would you like a drink? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch your name. I didn't give it. Well, could I have it? Yes, the name is Buspar. Buspar, would you like a drink other than your 
glass of liquid midnight. Why the hell not? Hey, Careless, I finally got that thing of milk that I wanted. Can I please get some of your whiskey so that I can make a dirty Russian? Absolutely, buddy. Hey, guys, this is my buddy, Seb. Um, he's actually- Sorry to interrupt. I know you guys are probably talking about something important. But we are not. We literally just started speaking to oh. each other. Well, hello there. It's so nice to meet all these new people in town. Oh, you are not from this town? No, no, not really. We just uh, kind of arrived not too long ago. I begin to pour drinks while he talks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. As the gnome downs it. I really like this gnome. <laughs> nice, to, nice to meet you. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Hi, hi. Clink. Clink. Space Trader. Space. Spice. Ooh. <laughs> Space Trader. Space Force. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that branch of the military. <laughs> <laughs> no one is, my dear. No one is. Anyway. Sounds like a poorly thought out venture. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> can I interest you guys in some spice? Spice. Spice. Maybe later. Is that what's in all, is that what's in all those pouches a little from? Yep. Alright. Is well. there anything stronger than paprika in there? I, I mean I got some uh got some peppermint. <laughs> I swear there's probably a market for that out there. I pour him another drink and then turn to the dark and ominous half. So, Halfling, what is the horrifying black liquid you're drinking? I do not think you want me to really Describe it. It is disturbing to those that are outside the arts of a warlock. Ooh, you are a brewer. I do not know what language you speak. No, it's Did a. Did you just say brewer with an Irish accent? Yes, brewer. <laughs> you do not want to know what's in this drink. As a fellow warlock, I understand that he has multi-dimensional perception. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. I, I like how you just canonize. Uh, not canon. I'm a warlock. Alright? If he knows what Spanish is. I decide what's canon. That, that's you. You, hey man, he is the walrus, cuckoo, kachu, cuckoo, kachu. You're the DM. You decide what's canon. I'm just trying to be quick on the feet. The nightmare halfling. I'm. I mean, buddy, come on. We're brothers of the same kin. I'm a warlock, too. Oh, yes. You clearly are an elf, but for some reason, your skin is warped beyond any elf tone I've ever seen. Racist. Just because it's a tone you haven't seen before doesn't mean it's a taint, you racist motherfucker. <laughs> he goes, I apologize. I figured it was your patron alternating alternating your appearance like mine as he puts his hood back and there's ram horns circling around. I pour him another drink and say, I'm not that far along. My patron appears when he chooses to appear and not a second before. As all patrons do. 
And he cheers as you. We toast and drink in very somber silence. Yes, you guys, your guys, your guys' eyes are locking, not breaking for a second between between sips. The spice guy goes. <laughs> so so newcomers. Yeah, for the most part, quite literally, we've been in this town a total of ten minutes. And first thing you do is go to a bar. I don't need your judgment, no. <laughs> Alright, I can stop anytime I want to. Sounds like a cry for help. <laughs> so says the spice merchant. Alright, alright, everybody yeah. calm down, calm down. It's probably the best place. Want some cream tartar? <laughs> a tavern is the best place to meet new people. That is. And also, you're here before we got here. <laughs> So what does that say about you? I have crippling alcoholism. At least he's honest about it. I toast your self-awareness, sir, sir, and I pay him another drink. He's like, thank you very much. How's to Basil? How's how's he doing? Like, is he getting wobbly or anything? How many drinks have you given him? Three at this point, and we not including whatever he's imbibed before we got here. Okay, pass me the. I mean, he's kind of like wobbling in his bar stool. He's not holding together too well. Like, you don't know how much he drank before this, but he's <coughs> feeling it now. I pour, I pour another drink for the half uh, for the ominous halfling, and then I pour another one for myself. But I don't drink the one I pour for myself. The the halfling goes. Mm, yes. I remember the last time I had a libation not tainted by my dark lord and master. It was quite enjoyable. But, but does he drink it? Oh yeah, no, he drinks it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, guys, I mean... This alcohol is freaking my mind. <laughs> Are you ready? I mean that I don't know if it's coming up while recording this, but I'm trying to channel that. No, you're you're doing a good job. Okay, okay. Like I mean you had to tell me you were doing it, but once you're doing it all the pieces clicked into place. Okay. <laughs> um okay. So guys. I'm loving this vibe right now. So, the deal is, me and best friend Sevier. I'm careless, by the way. I don't know if we exchange names. Um, Whispers. Is that I'm your name? I'm a good friend. <laughs> is that your name? All the music dies. There's something in your eyes. Calls to my the silver spring. All inside your mind. Okay. So, <laughs> as you can tell by my associate here, that's what it is. This is Seb. He's a traveling artist. I'm his best friend, promoter, another name for the word pimp. Guys, we're, we're having a good the time. The little numb goes... Wait, 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 wait. Sexual flavors? Maybe that, too, if you stick around for the full show. I, ooh. 
We're having such a good time I here. I got so this. Much I got this now. bottle. How about we step out into the back alley, and then you just enjoy a private show. <laughs> I like With the loot, everybody's keeping the dicks in right now. Okay, fair. <laughs> no dicks out. No dicks out. We'll just. I like to perform, and considering I'm traveling around, I need some feedback. So how about a private show? Come on. The halfling goes. This could be quite enjoyable to get a private showing. We all know the best shows are small stage, intimate, artists to crowd ratio low performances. I like the way you think. And so, without further ado, I lead them to, I presume there's a dark alley behind Chichina's place? Yes, there is. Alright, so, these kind of people followed us back here, as I pour them another wait, wait, drink. Wait, 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 sorry, I, we're, aren't we still in the middle of the day? It's the middle of the day, but it's still like a shaded alleyway in between buildings. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's, a. Uh, I mean, they're, they're both, they're both shit-faced. It is, it's probably around 1pm, but they're shit-faced, it's like. It's a medieval-esque alley in a city. I mean, nobody's gonna go back there. Nothing good happens back there. Yeah, that's where the poop pipes let out. Yeah, I need to figure out. I I need to figure out if there's poop pipes in this world. (laughs) Where else are they gonna go? Buckets. Alright, fair. Yeah, there. Like, there's guns in this world, but are there poop pipes? Uh, I mean, I'm probably probably in the more steampunk esque civilizations, right? Like gnomes and dwarves probably have poop pipes. I don't know about people who live above world. Nah, dwarves aren't that steampunk. It's just the gnomes. Well, I mean, where are dwarves going to throw their shit? They needed like lava. Oh, shit, you got me there. <laughs> okay, so what are you are you going to perform for these these guys? Yes. I am. All right. I ultimately end up putting my back up against a wall, and I want to create a captivating, or at least a energetic show. All right. Go for a performance check. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Add, add. There's my charisma? No, no, no. There should be performance. Should be here. No, no, it's right there. Yeah, Point performance. Here. There you go. All right, add five to that. Add five. Can I roll a perception check to see if any... No, 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 no. I, what What did you roll? A two. You rolled a two? I rolled a two. All right, add five to that. Seven. Okay, so as you pull out your loot and you're starting to perform for them, you can this see that... going to go bad. They're like... Oh, no. I was having higher hopes with this intimate setting, but I find this to be very pedestrian. No, no, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's just, it's been a while. I it's, need to adjust my it's fingers. It's been a while. It's since I said. <laughs> the spice, the spice gnome goes, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Are we, let me, let are we me pulling get... dicks out yet? 
I'm just gonna play soon. Uh, might have needed a friend soon. Yes. So I want to uh, please apologize and then ultimately beg for one more opportunity. The halfling goes very well. There's there's nothing wrong with giving an artist another chance, especially in such a acoustic and raw environment. Indeed raw. Indeed raw indeed. Seven plus five. Twelve. He goes, No matter how hard I try. He goes, I can see the improvement as you, you start warming up. You keep pushing me aside. And I can't break through. There's no talking to you. Between the performance... Do you believe in life after love? No, no, no. There is no share on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Cher is great. She's great. I mean, she's okay. I mean, well, for, mediocre for, at best. For us gays, she's really great. I mean, don't get me wrong, that one time we went to Drag Race at Roscoe's, it was pretty fun. I didn't even know I knew all the words that do you believe in love after love. But <laughs> Wait, you went to Drag Race at Roscoe's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a while back with John when he was yeah, first coming out of closet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because no, but John was like, come on, just come with me to Boys Town. I don't have a ton of gay friends yet, but I also want to get drunk and dance. <laughs> so... Well, no, no, no. It's like, you were... You couldn't express yourself at Christina's place the way you naturally wanted to. That's very true. But also, when it came to drag show, uh, that was just, he got interested in it. And you're like, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing it. And then I'm like, Roscoe's every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we should come back there. Right? We need to, like, not have work on a Wednesday. <laughs> You're telling me. Anyway, I'm, so, uh... You, you're, he's fucking nailing Cher, and what, like, between that yeah, and... Yeah, but the, what about the performance? <laughs> <laughs> you both are awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he, he's crushing the multi-dimensional version of Do You Believe in Love After Love? And at the same time, I've been pumping drinks into these two guys over the course of about five minutes. What's their awareness like? If I were to ambush Okay, them, I'm not going to roll uh, for the, uh, the constitution check for the gnome, because the gnome is obviously shit-faced. No, he's fucked. I mean, he's... I, I mean, he's he's mullered. He's, re- <laughs> he's ready to whip his penis out already at like at first notice. Like he's all right. So I take the halfling. John takes. Well, well, here, let me roll for what the what's going on with the halfling. Halfling, the halfling is not holding together. Like he's trying to put up like a mm, look at me. I'm so somber and serious. But you see him swaying back and forth, kind of, it's not a medieval garage, but it's the equivalent <laughs> of it, and he's kind of leaning against it in the alley. One yes, more drink for the nail in the coffin. As you, I, I, as you see the, the gnome pull out a gnomish clockwork lighter and go, 
Woo! This is great! This is great! This is great! <laughs> I lock eyes with Cag. Oh, Black Betty, rambling. Oh, Black Betty. I slowly shuffle to the back of the group. I nod at Cat Daddy. I take... Uh, on. Do you nod, or do you communicate in Cato Kent? Aha. The language... Cato Kent! Racist bastard. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with Seb, um, in the sense that I communicate through Cato Kent, and... With the language of my body and some low-frequency sounds, I indicate I strike at the halfling, he takes the very drunk gnome, we go at the same time. So wait, wait, wait. Are you purring? Again, it's, it's all... No, no, no. Hey, Kyle, I want to hear you purr. <laughs> okay, I'm editing that out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it doesn't have to be purrs, man. It's slow frequency sounds in the throat. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so there we go. So what, what's your guys' plan? I form, I form my rapier. I stab the halfling in the back of the head. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I. Well, okay. Again, this this conversation all be communicated through uh, through Kato Kent. I say I'm going to do that. Immediately, I get a lot of no's Wait, through the lute strings and his dance moves. A lot of no's? N-O's. Okay. N-O are, are, are you yes. telling him not to? No. No? Well, I'm encouraging you to do it. We're down with this? Okay, well, um, really... What do you think we do for a living, Kyle? I don't know. I just immediately this, felt this... the moral judgment of the DM, and I sort of retreated. You're... No, no, no. No, no, no. You guys, are gonna, you guys are always going to get the moral judgment of the DM. you got to stay true to your characters. Okay, you know what, Sean? When you're right, you're right, and you've never been more right. I stab him in the back of the head. Okay. Uh, first off, do me a favor. Explain Kato Kant to the audience. It's more of a dance than anything else. It, yeah, it's... Kyle, please, please explain. Uh, Kyle and John, please explain what it is. So instead of using an excessive amount of uh, tongue rolls or maybe even throat sounds, the majority of Cato Kent is spine motions. So there's a lot of like archings of the back. There's a lot of like swinging from side to side, Some darting and, of the eyes and, and shoulder posture. True. And if you're really trying to put your point across, twerking is involved. Okay, twerking is not involved. <laughs> but okay, yeah, basically, yeah, basically, no, just like a little ass twitch, you know. Because I'm the only one with a tail. Disco, so disco. yeah, yeah, disco, disco, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So okay. I'm the only one. However, in order to be 100 percent uh, fluent in Cato Kent, you have to have a tail. So therefore, when it comes off another species, it's you know reduced to twerking. Right? I because they I compensate by suddenly flicking my cloak, but it's, okay. it doesn't really. Frankly yeah, and that's why him and I get together and hang out so much because even though he's not the same race as me and speaks the same language, it's not ridiculous when I talk to him in Cato Kent. Sure, All right. Sir. 
Yeah, that makes sense. It's the it's the secret language of your species, and he understands it. Exactly. And he's not a dick about it like Han Solo, where he just, like, speaks English, even though, you know... Listen, see Solo, Wookiee. he actually does speak Wookiee in that. I need to see it. But I haven't seen it either. Good movie! You can come over to the apartment while we still have it. I'm here now. Not this apartment. Okay, so, uh... Um, I want to kill this halfling. Roll a d20. We're gonna... I mean, you're doing it completely by surprise, so I'm going to do, like, a special, like, uh, basically stealth death. Alright, so that's, uh, that's a 23. Um, that's got to be a kill shot. I mean, I'm going to allow it just because of the nature of the situation. The, yeah, you, it, the formless it, describe, describe how it happens. The formless seething energies of the molten piece of metal I have around my wrist, they contract and expand in such a way that it slowly forms these tentacles of metal. Not slowly, though. I mean, slowly in the grand scheme of the universe, but over the course of maybe a fraction of a second form a rapier. The blade and weapon just naturally emerges from my forearm. It's a Like a penis. <laughs> I would say like the T-1000, but, you know, in a, in a way, a direction is just naturally penetrative. So I'll allow all the swords yes. and the bombs and the bullets are all shaped like dicks. It's called Don't. fucking with each other. Another, <laughs> another shout out to mom and dad. Thank you for supporting the podcast. <laughs> My boy just went full Carlin there. Hey, hey, God rest his smutty soul. I don't think his widow can sue us. Um, I don't think she can. Point being, the rapier just naturally forms out of my forearm, inspiration being the grass sword from Finn in Adventure Time, if any of you are fans. That said... Rebecca Sugar is going to sue us. Don't do it. God, I love her so much. Now, the rapier, fully forming out of the, malefic- uh, the maleficent essence that courses through my veins, I drive it home through the, ha- the back of the halfling's skull. All right. That's it. You drive it through the back of his skull, and it kind of comes out his right eye as you as you just see his arms just, like, drop lifelessly, and his entire body is hanging off your rapier. I mean, he's he's done. You, you've got a corpse on the end of your rapier. As you see the little gnome, memorized by the music, go, Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Great! This is great! Do you want to get two for one, or do you want me to finish off the gnome? I mean, it depends if you want the experience points, because I do have the element of surprise. You guys share experience points. Oh, we share experience points? Yeah. It's not just kill for kill? No, no, it's not. Basically, if he's going to be sharing whatever experience points you do. Right, but so keep in mind, experience points can be earned other ways than just killing things. Well, since I have advantage on him, I think I should take the gnome as well. I never said you have advantage on him. <laughs> well, you said he wasn't aware that I killed the last guy. True. So I still have the element of surprise. And yes. in which case, I switch. I'm sorry, I the word advantage, I'm just very... No, I'm just no, very... No, I want to get a new song in to like make sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue, like, do another distraction, you know? So it's okay. Like, go, maybe go even ahead. just, like, move two and a half feet to the right so that I can ultimately distract this would-be very annoying miniature spice trader. I thought you liked him. Uh, 
I don't like anybody, man. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> okay, he goes, uh, like, you don't even have to roll, this is just like a very subtle move. Yeah, no, no, He's memorized by your... Mesmerized. Mesmerized. What did I say? Memorized. Mesmerized. Mesmerized. <laughs> by... Somebody by once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the smartest tool in the shed. I was looking kind of dumb with my finger and my thumb in the shape of a nail on my forehead. And that's when I reached behind and snap his neck. <laughs> okay, before we, before we go that, like, I was worried about what John would do as a bard. Well, let me just say, your singing is impeccable. This is going to work. <laughs> like, I wanted him to have a ukulele that he could actually... He doesn't need court. a ukulele. We are good. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fine doing acapella? Okay, I'm fine with that. That's okay. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, so um, then everybody else can just, like, put in beats or maybe, like, a... Afterwards, as I level up. <laughs> okay. Roll for strength. Because you're basically using your strength to snap this guy's neck. My strength is 14, so more than modifier. Uh, let me use my mind. 12. Uh, no, 2, 2, 2. I was about to say. 12 plus 2, 14. Okay. Like, you start to snap his neck. And it hurts him, but he's not dead. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? And then immediately I take out my sword from the neck of my loot. And I take out my sword. And I take out my sword. <laughs> Alright, so you take out your sword. What do you do? You have just... You both have one action before he could possibly get attention. My hands being already around his general head area, I cover his mouth so he can't scream for help. Okay. Ooh, sixteen. Well, we're gonna let John go first since he uh, he has he's next in the order. So keep All that right, keep fine. that sixteen. Keep it, it okay, pu- tuck it tuck it in your back pocket. <laughs> okay, so that sixteen is for him like muting this motherfucker. Go to uh, sleep. And I'm going to be rolling for disemboweling him. All right, eleven. Okay. I mean, but he's a halfling, so 11 should be plenty. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> he's already been, he's already shithoused and okay. wounded. Well, let me explain it. it. It doesn't base off race. It based more off No, armor. I was doing, that was a math joke. That was uh, a math joke, Sean. <laughs> Some of us went to Catholic school, all right? <laughs> all right. So, um, fortunately for you... He is not a battle-hardened warrior, so he's just wearing regular clothing as you take the longsword that was hidden inside your loot and stab it right through him as you see his eyes close and his body go limp. Oh, he's asleep. (laughs) He's asleep permanently. I, I start rummaging through their pockets as John busts out a triumphant solo on the little on the loot. Alright, roll a d20. 17. Okay. 
You find... Oh, who, who are you... Che- which body are you checking first? The halfling. All right. The halfling... All right. Get ready to write this down. You find one pound of peppermint. No, no, not the gnome, the halfling. Not oh, the my bad, trigger. my bad, my bad. Okay. You find... Oh, damn it. I actually have to pick, uh, figure it out. Hold on. I mean, if you just want to give me Chris Angel's inventory, that's fine. But Chris Angel doesn't have an inventory. Mind freak! <laughs> I'm Chris's mother from New York. He's gonna die this experiment. What? Uh, that was a weird, like, quasi-Jewish, quasi-British accent. I'm not sure what I was doing there. Mute it. Mute all of that. Delete from history. Uh, no. Um... Alright, he has a couple things on him. He has five um, five doses of dragon weed. He has, he has uh, two things of what's called Fey May Crystals, which is a drug. This guy was really grappling with some issues. Yeah. He had a bottle of bewitched wine. Just one bottle? One bottle. And he had five vials of alchemist's fire. I can use that as a projectile, right? Oh, yes, you can. Don't drink that shit. (laughs) No, that's the shit you throw, and it's basically a fire grenade. He also had one gold. Yeah, I'm back to ten. Two silver. All right. And one copper. And he also had this strange little almost wicker-like... It's like a doll. Oh, I'm sure that won't come back to curse me. It's not like he worshipped, uh, worshipped something. John, are you, uh, going out for recharging? No. Uh, order up? No, I'm good. Oh, no, I'm okay. Alright, so you go through that, and that's all he has. Alright, now, what the gnome has for Cat Daddy. Alright, Cat Daddy. Yes. Roll a d20. Ooh, 16. Okay, you go through the gnome, uh, the gnome's body, and you go through his pouches, mm-hmm. and you happen to find a pound of peppermint, two pounds of turmeric, three pounds of peppercorn, you find half a pound of basil, and you find... A peppermill with a strange rune on it that gives off a faint magical aura. Wait, the peppermill has a strange aura and a symbol on it? Both, yes. Okay. He also has half a pound of shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> but he loves spy kids. What? What? I didn't see that. You never saw spy kids? I never saw spy kids. It coined that term back when we, I was in, like, seventh grade, where it's like, oh, shiitake mushrooms. So kids could say shit without saying shit. I have so many items, I don't know what to do. You could sell them. You could snort them. Everybody knows you can get high off basil. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Alright, so, given our newest conquests, is there a place nearby that we can dispose of these bodies? Oh, you don't know. You're new to the city. Uh, well, do a do perception we... check. Let's see if there's a fucking trash bin. <sighs> Two. I mean, you haven't thought this through. This is like a... 
It's like a very like. All right, I'll do alley. a perception check and also double that with my smell. Eleven. Ooh, that's a nineteen. You don't smell anything. I mean, like, there, there's not like a trash can or anything nearby. But you think if you you can smell like some of the ale kegs that are close to the bar on the outside that haven't been tapped yet. No, I don't want to fuck up the beer. We need to go. Will Careless ever figure out what's going on with that wicker figure? Will Seb ever use the pepper mill with a strange rune? And will these two ever face justice for their crimes against a freak of the mind and a simple spice trader that surely doesn't have any friends in high places? I mean, what are the chances? Tune in next time to find the answer to all these questions and more on the next exciting episode of Don't Call Us Heroes. That was episode 6 of Don't Call Us Heroes, Chatina's Place. Thank you to Jesus Gonzalez for music, and please check him out on the description below. As always, thank you to John Brown, who always does an amazing job on artwork. Any questions, comments, or just want to see what's going on with our heroes, check out our website, Twitter, or Facebook in the description below. And we'll see you next time.